to we watch and you listen i'm Kay. and i'm pia and today we're going to give you some spoilers about the netflix netflix series i'm not okay with it it's a bit of a tongue twister the netflix series was launched now in 2020 and so far only one series uh, one season is up which is made of seven episodes, which and each episode is about 20 minutes. You looked up when the second series c- was coming out? Yeah, the second season is going to be launched on from the 24th to the 26th of February of 2021. They don't know an exact date yet, so they've given us a bit of a window to not have us biting our nails for too long. <laughs> the main actors are Sophia Lillis, which plays the character of Sydney Novak, which goes by Sid. Then Wyatt Olaf, which uh, plays Stanley Barber, and Sophia Bryan, which plays Dina. Sophia Lillis and Wyatt Olaf already played in the in the movies of the It, the It yeah, movies. The It series. So the clown movies, the yeah. horror movies, and they were also both in the It Sears music video, Santa's Coming for Us. So they've already worked together priorly. I did not know that. See, next time you do your research. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just just to know that the the series itself is, in my opinion, very well made. I mean, it had me hooked at the edge of my seat from the get go. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Me too. And what I also liked it was it was it was different. It was a bit different of the normal TV shows you find now. What it's what people say is that it's a bit of a crossover of Strangest Things and The End of the Fucking World. Which are both also Netflix series, if I'm not yep, wrong. Yeah, they're both Netflix series. It's and a teen drama that rejects all social norms. Is what I've been reading up. And they also were done by the same creators. There's some of the same writers, I think. In yeah. in I'm not okay with that. In the end of the fucking world. Yeah, it's based both both of those uh, series are based on uh, comics that have the same name. And then they were written by Charles Horsman. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, that's why I did my research. <laughs> now maybe we should go about a bit about a bit to what the series is about. Yeah, well, the series. You want to take that, or or do you I want me to take the reins? I can at least one? start with okay. it, and then you can maybe add on. Let's bounce, bounce off of it. Exactly. So the main protagonist is Sydney Sid or Sid. She goes by, and she lost her father. I think a year prior by who committed suicide by hanging himself in basement of their house she also has a little brother which i frankly just don't know the name of right now but secondary actor not important yeah it's more it's more side character but she they are all in their teenager years so they're around 15 years old i think they're all high school yeah they're all going freshmen high school yeah so they are about 15, 16 years old and they're going through normal teenager stuff that everybody goes by, so goes through. So it's like sex, first girlfriend, first boyfriend and all of that shit. All the high school drama you can imagine. Exactly, which all sucks for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sid oh, is a bit different. She go because of her uh, recent loss, she goes to a psychologist which tells her to write in a diary. So every episode is kind of the narrative comes from straight from her diary and what she writes into it. So that's kind of how the whole setup of the series is. With with talking about the setup of the series, it's a little bit weird because normal series, you know what time period they set in. I mean, like in the Stranger Things, it's more like 
mid 90s beginning 2000s this one this one you can't really put a timestamp on it i mean they're using cassettes still cd's is kind of non-important so but you, they do have cell phones right they, they, they do have cell phones but they don't they don't know where to place and i think it was done on purpose so that it's kind of ambiguous so you don't know when the series is taking place which i kind of liked as well because it's a series you could probably watch in another 10 years and it'll still be kind of relevant hipsterish i guess yeah it's not a reality kind of show like it can't happen to everybody because it it's a bit how do you say science it's yeah it's sci-fi a little bit of sci-fi but it's it's more of a grounded a grounded sci-fi i found it a little bit more it's not very fake it's watchable it's not like your x-men or your well, when mutant the type deal well when the producers went to netflix to pitch the show they said they were going to bring a tv show like a series which is a mix of x-men and ladybird now i haven't watched ladybird but i can see the connection to x-men with the superpowers and all of that stuff but this is toned down i, I see th- i see the con- where you'd say that they thought of x-men to make a series but I don't think it is as played up because X-Men can be quite fake, in my opinion. I mean, I have watched all the X-Men movies, so I know. So exploding heads are not fake to you. <laughs> but it's not... Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> it's not It's not that it's fake or not. They don't play up. It's not concentrated really on the powers. No, that is true. But then you also don't know how the next series are going to be and the next seasons are going to be because here now she only discovers her powers. Oh, yeah. So, Sid, by the way, she, throughout the first season, she discovers that she has some superpowers. Also blows up the head of uh, some bully from her high school. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, At a, I think, the homecoming dance it was. And she kind of has a friendly, romancy thing going on with Stanley Barber, played by Wyatt Olaf, like I said before. And now what I just realized, that White Olaf, he f- played Stanley Barber now in this series. And in the It's movie, he plays Stanley Urit. I think he likes that name. Well, probably does. <laughs> Stanley, connected to the comics, maybe. Marvel comics. Stanley, the comic writer. We don't know. But boom, that's boom, Marvel. Boom. This has nothing to do with Marvel. I know. Still, though. Could, could be, be. kind of like a wink-wink towards the Marvel <laughs> characters. It had some connections with other movies, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it had a connection to uh, Link to the Breakfast Club. I mean, you'll see if you watch the series, which hopefully you do, because that's a watchworthy series, in my opinion, you will see that there's a few winks towards the Breakfast Club. I mean, the group... The group of friends kind of reminds you a little bit of The Breakfast Club. There's a scene in uh, one of the episodes where they all have uh, detention, which is another wink towards The Breakfast Club, because the whole Breakfast Club thing is all about the detention scenes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that yeah. part. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the janitor in The Breakfast Club, which is called Carl. And I'll just leave that there, and then as you're watching the series, you'll see where that takes you. Kind of cliffhanger. Ooh, nail biter. Or should we just tell them the connection? Ooh, I don't know if I want to. 
I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> the janitor, the janitor in uh, in the series is has the same name. That's pretty much it. I think that's just a wink. It's a little bit of an Easter egg to the Breakfast Club. That is true. Well, I think this kind of sums up the series, don't you think? At least the first episode or so. We don't want to do too many spoilers. I think it's a bit too late for that. Should say very. What I think one th- word to to explain this is quite intense. Yeah, it is intense. I'd say a teen drama. Uh, what I actually I think it was supposed to be like a teen thriller kind of thing. Like where did I find this? Um. I know one of those one of those uh, reviewers. There was a reviewer that called it a teen drama that rejects social norms. That's what they were calling it, and I don't know. I don't know what you've been looking into and what you've seen. What I think I read was something with a teen thriller. Like it being a bit of a thriller kind of vibe. I can see that. Because if it's with the same writer that did uh, End of the Fucking World, they also... That's more of a teen thriller. So I can see the link to that, yeah. The writers, they must be mad geniuses. I feel like to write these kind of things with having teenagers' heads exploding... And is in the end of the fucking world about people killing each other. Like yeah, the, the one guy has an affliction to murder. You have to be, I think, a little bit mental to write this. But then I feel like or most... Or a genius. I would even be more genius. A mental genius. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's so many writers that are actually a bit mental. I believe that J.K. Rowling, the writer of Harry Potter, is a little bit mental. Because otherwise you cannot come up with like a second world like and that. And goes so much into detail. That's, that's what messes me up. That's what I mean. It's not like she just made up, oh, there's a wizarding world. But she's no like, okay, this plant is poisonous and can be cured by this by this other plant. Or the, the, the stone, the beagle. What's it, a beagle? A stone in the stomach of a goat. That's what's used to cure poison. A Harry Potter nerd alert. So I feel like most really good writers, they have to be a little bit... I won't, don't want to call them mental because that has such a bad connotation, but strange. Strange, but in a good way, I guess. I guess you could say strange. Mentally, mentally brilliant. I think it's, bri- I think it's brilliant. I think how, how they can make up a whole universe. I think it's incredible. Yeah, I've tried my, my hands on writing. It's not so good. Mm, yeah, hey. same. No, <laughs> me. Gee whiz. <laughs> um, well, I think this kind of ties up the whole thing. We think it's a very, very good series. It's maybe not for, like, grown adults, more for... Teens, people who are in the same situation. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. even your 20s, who knows? Yeah. Each well, one lives their life at a different pace. Since it's very, very sh- rather short episodes, I think it's worth watching. I mean, 20 minutes a day for a week and you finish the first series. Yeah. And the first season. Yeah, that's what we did. Well, we did kind of 20 minutes seven times in one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey. So, I guess this would be it. And yeah. Get your Netflix subscription going. Watch it. And we're sorry for all the spoilers we might have put in, or we did put into it. Yeah. Keep on listening. Stay tuned in. And maybe one or two of you just don't have time to watch the series. So there we can maybe kind of show you, tell you what's what it's about. And then you, if people talk about it, you have something to put in, put in your two cents. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. 
and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.